following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSP. And 105.7, The Fan. Uh, Tom Neubauer, Dan Bush, John Lehman, and uh, Greg goes by a different last name. (coughs) (laughs) We'll we'll leave that anonymous. Uh, Okay. And uh, that's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Danny, you got some uh, hunting stuff. Um, um, grasses. Give me your grasses, quick. Grasses. Here. Okay, grasses. <clears throat> okay, we can have wild hunting. Have some rats of ruck. Here. Okay. Here's what we got opening today, my friends. Archery and crossbow opens. Uh, we've also got. Let's see. Roughed grouse in zone A. You know, Tom. One thing. I really wish they'd kind of end all that zone stuff. Uh, it drives me nuts. Yeah, me too, man. I mean. One's open September 17th, the other October 15th. I mean. And you could cross the road and be in the wrong zone. Yeah. And then they catch you, they cut your nuts off for violating. Okay, Crow, September 17th. Now, that's another one. Why do they even have a season for those? Those are those are the highways uh, garbage men. The Wiley Crow. Now, you know the Crow, Tom, used to be. My dad told me this is an old farm boy. He told me crows were especially smart birds. They are. And uh, I read a book by a, a wildlife bio guy one time, and they actually claimed that that they were they actually had been gotten to the point where if a, a man could walk up to them unarmed and they wouldn't fly, but if a guy with a gun came and even if he went to raise it, they were gone. They flew. They were like conditioned. I believe it. I guess everybody was blasting crows. Same thing with cottontail bunnies. Northern zone, September seventeenth, October fifteenth, southern zone. There's so many gosh darn rabbits around. Why not just open it all September 17th? I mean, they've been doing this for years, but why not change? Now, at least squirrels, they're not. Imagine if they had zones for squirrels. <laughs> and you got to call this 800 number to register your squirrels within 20, 48 hours. Uh, September 17th, that's uh, also the uh, er, fall turkey opens. Uh, what zone? Well, <laughs> glad you asked that, Tom. Zones 1 through 5 open September 17th. Zone 6 and 7, September 17th. So you're asking, well, why do they have it listed twice? Because Zone 1 through 5 closes December 31st. Zone 6 and 7 close November 18th. Mm. Yeah. And uh, now the regular, the early season goose is now over. And regular season kicks in, which basically means you can still shoot a goose. Difference was uh, before we could shoot five. Now it's down to two. 
you know, he can still go blast a bunch of geese if you got mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Um, yeah, so that's what's opening now. So a lot, a lot of other things are going to be opening in the uh, in the near future. A lot of October openings for the game birds. Good. Yeah. So I'm thinking today I can either go bow hunting, a, I can go squirrel hunting, b. I did buy a fall turkey, guys. If they, if you want to get extra, fa- they got the fall turkey permit system. I don't even know why they even bother with that because they always have like. I don't know, a couple thousand left over for zone one. Mm-hmm. I just went and bought one so I can try and blast a turkey. So, Or I can try and do D, all of the above, this weekend. Sure. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, so I'm still trying to decide. I can try and shoot something. And we had a good goose hunt last week. Oh, yeah. You yeah, went the goose geese, we again? sat on the field. Yeah. This time we brought Scott's son, Stephen, with us. And uh, so we got him an autumn. He, he kind of bought a shotgun from his buddy who had an extra automatic, less recoil. He'd never shot it, and we told him, well, you know, if you you won't feel the recoil as much if you're shooting at a goose. He still ended up getting smacked in the face by it. <laughs> yeah. And one time a shell didn't cycle. Well, the thing is, with an automatic, sometimes if you don't have it firmly to your shoulder mm-hmm. to provide resistance, you can have failure to cycle. So yeah. perhaps, and he's he's the lad is of slight build right now. Okay, um, but we did manage to get eight. Excellent. But it's it's a good time, and uh, have we got a caller on hold here. No, or anything? no. Okay. No. Anyway, the only thing that I I don't like is you're all blasting at the same geese. You can't tell who hit what. Yeah. You have no idea. Sure, I shot at a goose. I swung. Boom! I shot it folded. But there were four other guys shooting at him. It was especially funny one time. <laughs> We had two flocks, one, well, I don't call six geese a flock, um, but we had one maybe with maybe half a dozen and a half circling, and, and we were, they would look like they were going to land, and then this group of six landed. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of held off hoping that the bigger group would yeah, land. Yeah. But then when they took off, nobody shot. So we got these geese walking around the decoys, <laughs> and I don't want to be the first guy to shoot. Now, Stephen Scott's son... You know, we got to communicate better in, in the woods. We should have said, let them land, and then let Stephen take the first shot, you know. And then they'll all come up. And yeah. then we'll all open up like yeah. crazy. Yeah. But finally, one of Scott's other buddies, he decided to open up on him on the ground, and next thing geese are flying, and we're shooting, and it's a lot of fun. And I and you're right. There should be communication. Um, I went hunting with some guys. We were uh, pheasant hunting, and, you know, if a guy's on an end, let's say on the left end, and a goose comes up on the left end, the guy on the left end, he, he shoots at it. Not the guy in on the right end. Right. <laughs> okay? You don't go shooting across people, you know? I mean, there's got to be communication, you know, on who's doing what. Who's doing what. Scott, yeah. Scott tells a story, though. He was with his father-in-law, Ron, one time, and they saw two bucks across the field, and they were kind of sitting in a blind. They said, okay. You take the one on the left, I'll take the one on the right. On three. Ron goes, okay. Scott goes, one, boom! <laughs> Deer go running. I thought it was supposed to be on three. He got that deer in the crosshairs and instinct took over. <laughs> oh, God, that's They didn't funny. get either of them. Oh, man. Yeah, well, there is, you know, this this is the time of the year that, that I just love. You know, fall, I mean, I love the fall fishing. I love the fall hunting time. I love the weather, you know, this time of the year. It, it 
it, it's just so I, I just love the fall this, this, in Wisconsin. This is a great time of the year. Yeah. It's a good time of the year to be a gun owner. And, and of course, you got the Packers season this time of year. Oh, we love the Packers. In, in Wisconsin. do anything for the Packers. Wisconsin Gosh, football. Gosh, I'd die for the Packers. Uh, oh, we got an email at CEOGuys at Yahoo.com. Did the picture come through? It says, no, we finally saw the picture you were talking about. It is not Char. The pic she sent was of a large Char. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. Our our friend uh, Keith, the electrician, his wife Shar. Yeah, I was looking at on Wisconsin Outdoors magazine. This is a few months back, you know, maybe like three months ago, four months ago, and there there was a picture of this lady holding a smallmouth bass, and I said, Keith, your wife Shar is in this magazine. Yeah, and and they were just using like a stock photo, you know. Uh, they were the the article was about smallmouth fishing, right, and there's right. this and they lady just plugged one in there holding. Well, it turned it it says no. Um, he said they finally saw the picture, and she had sent in a picture of a largemouth. This was a lady uh, with a smallmouth, and she didn't know she had a twin. This lady looked just like her. Well, they yeah, say they look just yeah, they it, say it, there's it, a twin for all of us. Yeah, we all have a doppelganger. That's or what it's the called. Fish, a the two fish looked alike. Yeah, you look you look like a fish. A doppel <laughs> a doppelhanger and no, a niggle, do, dingleberry. No doppelganger. What the heck? A, a doppelganger, doppelganger is your is your a person who looks exactly like <clears throat> what you, but the, not related to you. What the is that Latin origin for the language there? Where's the where's the old know, doppelganger? Greg, get on that up yeah. there. You're our yeah. statistic, statistician Whoever, over there. I don't there. know who came up with that, but doppelganger is what they call a person who looks just like you. I think yes. that was a John. I think that was only in the Neubauer <laughs> neighborhood. We had we didn't have no stinking doppelgangers in our neighborhood. No. Uh, well. We had bullies. Yeah, like Doppel- the good old days. We had bullies and here, kids that were beat John, up all the time. And John, yeah. can you say men were men and can you say, sheep were scared? Can you can you say doppelganger? Doppelganger. <laughs> See, John got it. All right, doppelganger. Was ist yeah. das doppelganger? Is a noun. Definition mean an apparition or double of a living person. Country of origin. Well, knock me off my chair. <laughs> Country of origin. Yeah. Germany. Ah, German. Those those Germans again. Yeah. Yeah. Das ist richtig. Yeah, das ist richtig doppelganger. <laughs> I know lots of words. Doomkopf. Uh, yeah. Doppel, doppelganger. Wow. I That's only, good, I, Tom. You are so hey, knowledgeable it, uh, sometimes. Uh, it just amazes uh, me, the intelligence may, of the guy over here. It amazes me, too. I'm glad we got you into the show years ago. We needed well, some intellect. Well, you know you know, one of my John favorite- was running low on... <laughs> <laughs> John was running low. His battery cells were running low at that point. Oh goodness me! We had to plug his head back into the socket yeah. every hour. Yeah, but that's funny that you know she sent the picture in of a large mouth, and then somebody uses a picture of a small mouth of a lady who looks just like her. Doppelganger. Like, yeah, it's like wow. So yeah, Keith, your wife has got a twin somewhere out there. Anyway, so we we do have to go to a break. And when we come back, folks, we are going to be doing the NFL football picking contest. And uh, you can be a winner because it's sponsored by Curly's Waterfront Pub, where they have all kinds of awesome stuff. I mean, that place is a great place for food, for fun. 
Danny goes there all the time. You might run into Danny and yeah, have a conversation yeah, about hands, stuff. Kissing babies. Yeah. yeah. And and during the Packer games, oh man, they got all kinds of specials. You know, they got free drinks, gift certificates, t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, Packer jerseys, sports memorabilia. They uh, they give you a little ticket, Tom. Yeah. With every tap with drink, every drink. drink. And then they have drawings for yeah, stuff. Yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want a real nice hat. One time yeah. I gave it to the nice lady next to me because I got lots. Of yeah, hats. they. I mean, they not only have good food, they got the drinks, they got TVs all around the place. I TVs. Mean, it's the place to meet, laugh, eat, drink, and just plain old enjoy life. You know, it's a great place. Curly's Waterfront Pub, right on beautiful Pewaukee Lake, Kitty Corner or Caddy Corner, depending on what part of the country we come from. From Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. So be a caller at 799-1250. I think we got callers right now. Be the Caddy first corner. one. Yeah, some people in different parts no of the country way. call it Caddy Corner. We call it Kitty Corner. Yeah. Really, Tom? Really, yeah. yeah. Ask Greg. Caddy Corner? Yeah. yeah. Greg will tell you. He's it's, up by Really? He's a genius. It's just Caddy Corner. No, it's Kitty Corner for us, but people down south will say Caddy Corner. Yeah. That sounds stupid. Yeah. All different parts of the nation. Kitty that, Corner, Caddy Corner. Is that Look that up. Is that a German <laughs> origin or what is that? Look that up. You're a uh, statistician, okay. dude. Well, anyway, get ready to play the NFL football picking contest. All you got to do is tie or beat any one of us four here in the studio, and you will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. We'll hey, be right back. That's a good WSSP Milwaukee. WXSS HD2. Wauwatosa. Milwaukee's new sound for sports. NFL football picking contest coming to day you when the temperature dropped. Coming to you live from Tom Newbauer no, was the, much thinner back then. The Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. Here we are. Is that where folks. we are? Yeah, that's where we are. All right, Greg, take it away. What do we got? All right. Our caller online is Brian. Okay. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, guys. How are you? All right. Well, first of all, we gotta find out how did we do last week? All right, last week. Taking the lead for the first inaugural week was Tom with a record of three and two. All right. John and Bushy. Close on his heels. Close on his heels, two and three. And I failed miserably at one and four. And our caller was two and three. So he won the Curly's $10 gift certificate. And I hope you do too, Brian. All right. All right. We're going to start off with Georgia State at. Camp Randall in Wisconsin. Wisconsin is giving Georgia State 36 points. <laughs> okay, so, Brian, what do you say? I'm going to take Georgia State in the 36. All right. John, what do you like, Georgia State or Wisconsin? Georgia. He John, says Georgia. John takes Georgia. Georgia. Tommy? Hey, me? Yep. 
Even though Georgia State has the worst run defense in the league, only after one game, okay? Yeah. But still, but you know what? I, I think I'm getting a premonition here. Oh, boy. Greg has got the Georgia shirt on. I'd have one in a lifetime, I guess. He's got the Georgia shirt on, and I don't think they're going to run up the score on Georgia State. They'll put the scrubs in. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to – you know what, Brian? I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with Georgia. Georgia State. Yeah. <clears throat> Me, three. Yeah, Danny, yeah. two. Yeah. And what about you, Greg? I am going to go against all of you, and I am going to go with – Wisconsin. You know, Wisconsin, right. I am because going to, they always do cover those huge point spreads, like I said last always, week. Because, uh, as you I'm did going say. against my. As I said, what? Oh, John's switching back to Wisconsin. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. No, you didn't. You said Georgia. You did. We all heard you. All right, so I will pick Wisconsin okay. because you just came out Georgia ahead. State Rem does have three, the worst John. run defense, and they also have the worst time of possession. Yeah. In all of well, college football. Mr. Statistics back yeah. there. And they, Wisconsin did have their scrubs in last week, too, and they still won by 44 points. The last second the second half of the game. I know, God but dang I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with what I got, though. I'm going right. to stick with it. Yeah. I'm sticking now we are going to go with Philadelphia at Chicago. Chicago is getting three. What do Brian? You I'm going to take the Bears plus the three. John, Philly or Chicago? Philly or Chicago? He, John takes Philly. Tom? I am going to take, even though I don't want them to win, I'm going to take Chicago. Uh, what happened with Chicago last week, hey, by the way? No inside information here. No, 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 I'm asking my statistician here. Chicago lost last week. To Houston. To Houston. Final score was 23-14. to 14. They did not cover their spread yeah well i'll take chicago they gotta I, win this one we'll take chicago it's as well soldier all right brian next game you have tennessee at detroit detroit is giving six to tennessee uh i'm definitely gonna take detroit all right john detroit or tennessee John is taking Detroit. Tom. I think we got a little bit of an upset here. I think I'm going to take Tennessee in the six and a half points. Six points. Six points. I think I'm going to take Tennessee in the six points. All right. Me too. I mean, me three. <clears throat> I think I will take Tennessee as well. And then final game of the schedule. We have... Your Green Bay Packers at Minnesota for the inaugural game of U.S. Bank Stadium. Green Bay is giving Minnesota two. Brian, what do you say? I'm going to take the Packers in two since the Vikings cornerback is out. What All if right. He, so Brian, what if he wasn't out? Would you still take the Packers? I take the Vikings uh, in the close game, and I think the Packers are going to play a little uh, spread attack, and I think they're going to score on the Vikings a few times deep. I I, I hope so. Yeah. All yeah. right, John, Green Bay or Minnesota? Says two musky and one northern. All right, we'll go Green Bay on that one. You're then. going okay, Green Bay, Bay, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I am going Green Bay as well. What's that point spread again? Two. Two. 
Who is basically a pick Listen, let me tell you the Dan Bush rule of thumb. If it's within a couple points, you always go with the home team. I wish you would go with the, the home ghosts team. ghosts of Carl Eller, Alan Page, yeah, 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 Bud yeah, yeah, Grant. Yeah. Well, then take Minnesota. <laughs> Freddie Carr. Are you going to take Minnesota? No, that wasn't the kicker for them. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota. Okay, good. Yeah. And I will take Green Bay. And that is it. Okay, that is Brian, it for the football picks. Brian, good luck. Thank you, guys. Have hey, a great weekend. hey, have you ever been to Curly's? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, more than one time. Oh, really? So th- you're going to really enjoy this because you're a regular. When they hey, pretty- when you walk into place, so they all holler, Brian. Ah, uh, no, but they said I remember last time you were here, so I don't know. If that's <laughs> okay, they Let's, do and you don't. Uh, normally, not good. Yeah. Good Brian, luck, Brian. It's a great place to watch a game, even if you don't go to the game. Yeah, it is. It really is. All right. Thanks, Brian. Okay, bye now. Yeah, it is a great place. That is the Football Bicking Contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. Easy to find. Just Google. You can go to curlyswaterfront.com or you can just Google Curly's Waterfront Pub. It'll tell you exactly where it is. Forget this technology, Tom. You don't have to Google squat. Just head out 94 and exit. (laughs) Take a right on SS. Yeah, and it'll take you to it. Right to it. Yeah, all this tech. And don't follow your GPS out around Pewaukee on your car oh. dash because they get screwed up out there. Do they? Yeah, yeah, people show I've had several people show up and they thought they were on uh, 45, Highway 45 to Fond du Lac. <laughs> really? Twice I've had people really? pull over. You can't just trust on. <clears throat> I don't trust do you, GPS. Do you, do you even have a GPS in your vehicle, Tom? No. Neither I don't do I. trust it. No. Nope. I might I, buy one, though. <laughs> no, I. Uh... But I like the old fashioned way. Look at the map. I, I look at the map. I, you know, I, 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 I navigate. I stick my, I wet my finger, stick it out the window. <laughs> so <try> to... <laughs> as long as you don't lick your finger hey, what there, do you, do, what you do don't you... know where your fingers have been. What do you, what do you got there, Danny? Mm-hmm. I got this from my brother. And, uh, you know, it's a wonderful time to be alive and be a guy in Wisconsin in the fall because guns, right? Mm-hmm. We love guns. Yeah. Love guns. Got mm-hmm. guns. I love blasting with yeah. my 870 Express pump action Remington. Yeah. Now I'm going to break out the old Deluxe 1022. But here are top 10 reasons why men, other than hunting, why men prefer guns over women. Number 10, you can train, trade, trade an old 44 for a new 22. Nine, you can keep one gun at home and have another for when you're on the road. Eight, if you admire a friend's gun and tell him so, he will probably probably let you try it out a few times. Seven, <laughs> your primary gun doesn't mind if you keep another gun for a backup. Six, your gun will stay with you even if you run out of ammo. Five, a gun doesn't take up a lot of closet space. Four, guns function normally every day of the month. Uh, number three, a gun doesn't ask, do these new grips make me look fat? Two, a gun doesn't mind if you go to sleep after you use it. And number one, you can buy a silencer for a gun. <laughs> Those are the ten reasons right here. I love it. Yep. I love it. Maybe we'll put that up in the studio. Oh, yeah. Where'd you get that at? I mean, well, never mind. My brother admit... bought it for me. Oh, he brought it for you at Midwestern Shooter Supply? <laughs> I don't know where he got it. I wonder it. if he's got He I bought guess. it, and he forgot to give it to me. And then I was visiting Mom last week, and goes, oh, oh, your brother bought you something. that I, It's really nice. You'll like it. And she that, gave it to me. That's funny. I like that. Yeah, he that's pretty cool. And, yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, we got to go to a break right now. When we come back, we're going to do the trading post. You can uh, call 414-799-1250 if you have something to sell, looking for something to buy. And I am going to give away something for free. Whoa, bet you never saw that coming, huh? You don't even know how to spell free, Tom. <laughs> free's not part of your not part of your gig. We'll be not right part of your back life. with more on 105.7 FM, the Fan, and twelve and Sports Radio, twelve fifty AM. Welcome back to the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. John, myself, Greg on the board, and Tom Terrific. What's up, Tom? Oh. Uh, what you got? Over the Memorial, I mean, excuse me, over the Labor Day weekend, my son Chris and his girlfriend Heather, they went up to Monaco area. They like doing this on Labor Day weekend. You know, they go up for three, four days, you know. And uh, and they they don't just fish Monaco, Tomahawk, and Sakakawea. They oh, no, not Sakakawea. <laughs> Can you say that on the air? Sakakawea. Uh, no, I, okay. I'm sorry, I forgot the name. Now I can't remember the name of the other lake. But anyway, uh, they they don't always fish those lakes. They they'll go to other lakes. So they go to this other lake, right? And there's crappies and there's perch in there. So my son shows his selection of mini mites to his girlfriend Heather. Right, and he says, "Which one do you like?" She says, "Oh, that purple one with the pink head is pretty. <laughs> Let me put that one on." So he puts that one on for her. First fish he catches, you know what it is? An eighteen and a half inch walleye on a little mini mite. On a mini mite. And then she catches several other walleyes. Well, in this lake, she, they got a, a limit where you can keep three walleyes, one of which can be over eighteen inches. But you could keep three under 14 inches because they got so many little ones up there. Okay, clear so, them out. But anyway, yeah, but who, you got somebody on the line? I, yeah? I oh, do. Who do you got? Speaking of. Uh-oh. <clears throat> who do you got? Heather? We do. Oh, let's put hey. Heather on. Yeah. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, fine. Okay, now that we got the niceties out. You know, I got to call you. I got to get a little haircut. You know, I'm getting a little curly in the back here. I was trying to get something for so, nothing. Hey. <laughs> Always is. The last time I told her I needed to, you know, look good for a wedding, you know, she says, and I said I need a little trim, you know, and she says, you'll get what I give you and like it. <laughs> I get I like. no respect. That's what I like to hear. So, so, so Heather, yeah. I saw a photo and you were holding, you caught what, a 19 inch smallmouth yeah. bass? Yep. And you were holding it actually this time. I was. That was very proud of you. That's a big Thank bass. You. Yeah. That on was, a purple mini mite? No, that was on something else, wasn't something else. it? No, that was on the purple mini mite. That hey, was on the mini mite too. Tom. Oh my goodness, Heather. You were no, what made you pink pick the purple with the pink head? It was pretty. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's, that's all the science you need, Tom. Yeah. And 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 uh well, thanks for the call. It, I mean, uh, you know, I mean Chris was kind of telling me all the different things, you know, when you were up there. But what else did you catch when you were up there, some muskies, some crappies. Did you catch any perch too? Chris did. Chris did. Yeah, I yeah. did not. No. We only caught one. Only one perch. Oh, but you caught yeah. a bunch of nice crappies, right? 
Yep. And yep. A, and you caught a bunch of walleyes on the mini mite. On the purple mini mite. Unreal. Unreal. And that's like a light action rod with four pound test. Yep. Oh. Geez. Any you said some muskies. Any size to the muskies? Uh, were you actually casting for them? Um, Chris did a little bit. We didn't. He didn't get any. He didn't even see any. Okay. Well, oh, that's all. So he really didn't catch any. He he caught. No, he didn't. He oh. Caught a little musky fishing. Oh. No. And, and if you would have told me you caught a muskie on the mini mite, yeah. well, that's possible. <laughs> the mini mites yeah. work work on yeah, anything. It's, it's possible. And Tom here tells me he's going to have you over for a fish fry. Yeah. But then yeah. the grumpy old man's going to kick you out early because he says he has to go fishing tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. No, Heather. Yeah. yeah Heather. He's already. Chris, Chris and I are going fishing tomorrow. No. I mean, do you want me to go with you and show you how it works? Yeah. Why don't you come along with the <laughs> mini mites? <laughs> very, very funny. I mean, you're welcome to come along, but I know you got your heart set on, uh, what is it, the Harvest Fest in Cedarburg? Yeah, Hawaiian Harvest oh. Fest. I Harvest told, Fest in Cedarburg yeah, I, already? I, it's September. Yeah, yeah that's why we got to be back early so she can go up there. I told Chris, hey, look, hey. I'll get some strawberries for you. I'll harvest. You can harvest stuff from the gardens in the back. And if you'd really make you happy, I'll charge you admission, too. What the hell? <laughs> you could dress like a pumpkin and go up there, Tom. <laughs> Any wine that would make it perfect. Yes, I we we have plenty of wine. Yeah, maybe see? I can put my camel in the closet, take a shower, and go up and meet meet some eclectic yeah. chicks. And now, and Chris tells me that since he's got to be back early, I might have to end up cleaning all the fish. Oh my goodness! Yeah, because of you. I'm putting <laughs> well, I'm, I'm putting sorry. this all on you. Anyway, Heather is the o- o- owner and operator of uh, Casa Grande in Germantown. Oh. Oh, that's a nice yeah. area up yeah. there. Yeah, she does yeah. all the she does the hair stuff for guys and gals, you mm-hmm. know, all kinds yep. of stuff. Now yeah. I know why she doesn't want your picture in the bathroom. And I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's this about putting my picture listen, in the bathroom? Let me ask you now, one. I'm not going to give you a picture. I'm going to ask you a rhetorical question here. Tom okay. goes in and gets his hair cut by you. Yeah. First thing he does is puts his hat on and walks out the door. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you, why spend time even doing all the foo-fooing it and looking in the mirror, blow drying, so it looks good? Because the bonehead's just going to put his cutting edge outdoors hat on and walk right out. I know. All you might my as well just work is covered up. Yeah, yeah, it's done. Well, it's all for naught. Well, I was going to send you. Of course, a pic- he probably didn't pay for it anyway. I'm gonna. I was going to send you a picture of a fish of me holding a fish without a hat on. See, you know, oh. I I did that on purpose. He's like ten. No, no, no! It was it was recent. It was this year. Yeah, but make, but when you s- make sure your hair looks good in the picture. Yeah, but then. but when you said you were going to put the picture in the bathroom, I said, well, heck, with I always that. thought he was bald myself because most bald guys wear hats all the time. I was really surprised when after six years I saw Tom does have hair. Oh. I can't remember. I think the wind blew his hat off actually outside when he's having a smoke. Otherwise, there's no reason for him to have it off. Oh, God. Hey, what, what, what's Chris saying to you in the back? He's like, what is this guy, a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> Heather, have fun, at the, serious, have fun at the game. Thanks, Don't, we will. Try not to drink too much. You can't drink there. How, how oh, can you, you tell them have fun and try not to drink too <laughs> oh, much you, in the same oh, breath? Oh, don't they sell beer at the football games anymore? No, they not, don't. You got to walk across college. the street to Big Ten Pub. Yeah. Oh. If it's if it's a college, you know, if it's a college-owned yeah. building, you cannot oh. sell any beer. Well, but there's well, plenty of pregame well, tailgating before oh, that. God have mercy. Knowing yeah. Heather, they'll be stopping at a few bars. 
<laughs> yeah, you just don't want any. You just don't want to stop any bars on your way to work. You know, <laughs> those no. would be some uh, kind of strange haircuts then. Exactly. All right, Heather. Thanks for calling. Have a good time, and we'll see you tonight. Don't burn those fish. Huh? Yeah, don't burn the don't fish. burn the fish. I never burn the fish. You know that. <laughs> I'll see you later. Bye. Take care. Bye, Bye Heather. Oh God. You know, I I, I got to admit, we, we we do have fun when we get together. We have a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. They make fun of Uncle. You know, oh, they, they make fun Papa of me. Tom. Yeah, they make fun of me. They tease me all the time. But anyway, but that's okay. Hey, um, oh, we yeah. got to go to break. I guess so. This is our last break. Yeah, I guess last break. One more segment coming up for the Cutting Edge Outdoors. Wow. Yeah, one more segment. So, folks, stay tuned. You got any questions or comments? 799-1250. That's 414 414- 799-1250, or don't even bother emailing me now because I'm going to turn off my computer. <laughs> we'll be right back with more. It's the final Welcome back to the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. Final countdown, final 10 minutes or something like that. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. The good thing about it getting cold, Tom, is soon we won't need repellents. All those skeetos, skeeters are going to die. Yep, that's true. But they are out there right now. That's the only thing that kind of sucks about bow hunting this time of year. Yeah, that's the only thing. Add in the foliage. Yeah, it can be in hot the heat, and you know what? A lot of uh, you know it's it's weird. Like if you go to public hunting grounds, you'll you'll have a guy. I seen this one time years ago. There's a guy full camo, got the bow. He's already he's standing next to a tree, you know, and waiting for a deer to come by. And here come us schmucks hunting rabbits and squirrels. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah, it's not that, you know, so sometimes some of those seasons can, like, overlap, and you'll have one guy doing one thing and another couple guys doing something else, you know. And I, You know, I don't think there's as many people rabbit and squirrel hunting as there used to be. No, not, not as much as there used to be. I mean, that's a fun thing for kids, too. Well, I think as young, you know, growing up as a teenager, that was, like, your first, you know, normally, yeah. you know, other than going deer hunting with Dad right. for the big hunt. Uh I don't know if there's as many into it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to, I was telling you off the air, years ago when I lived in Rockford, Illinois, I was only there for six months, but it was a fall day. It was opening day, actually, of, of a small game in Wisconsin, and, mm-hmm. and I got the itch, man. I was living in Rockford. I didn't have any 22s or anything, so uh, I drove up to Beloit, went to a hardware store, bought a... Uh, at the Marlin, uh, the Model 60, yeah, the one yeah. tubular magazine for 100 yeah, bucks, yeah, with a scope. Mm-hmm. And there was a uh, there was a place uh, off just to the west there, public hunting grounds I'd found on a map, and I drove out, out there blind, and I got my limit of squirrels in a huh. couple hours. Never even sighted the rifle, and then I went and, <laughs> and sighted it in a couple weeks later. It was shooting two inches to the left. Oh, really? Evidently, that worked pretty good for me that day because <laughs> I got five squirrels. <laughs> And here I thought that I was really deadly. I'd have got nothing. 
You know, well, yeah, maybe the wind was going to the you know, bullet yeah. to my right, and it kind of evened out the bullet. Yeah, you know, normally the the iron sights when you buy these twenty twos, whether it be a Ruger or uh, uh, what was the one you got? Uh, that was the Marlin Marlin sixty auto yeah, loader. Normally, the the iron sights are usually right on, and it, but it's the scope. If it comes with a scope, you know, yeah. normally you got to sight that scope in, you know. Yeah, you normally don't want to try sighting it in on a squirrel. You normally yeah, want no. to wait. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like I've been doing with the old shotgun patterning, where I've been like, okay, I'll pattern it all right on a yeah. pheasant and a goose and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> see That's been happens. my patterning thus far. Yeah. It's working pretty good, too. You know, we were just, I was talking about that with a guy the other day because uh, he was taking his daughter uh, goose hunting. And uh, he said, yeah, I just don't know. Uh, you know, with these three-inch shells or two and three-quarters, and I was showing them the difference and how much shot they have and the power and blah, blah, blah. But then, and I said, and I said, you got different uh, cylinders on your on your shotgun. And he says, what do you mean? I said, well, like full, moderate, or improved. And and he goes, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. And I says, because, you know, I mean, if you're shooting, if the birds are going to be further, if they're further right, away, right. if you like waiting till they get out of ways, right. then you're better off going with your uh, full choke, you know. Which most goose hunters do. But a lot of times, like in duck hunting, you might want to use the moderate or improved, especially in pheasant hunting, you want to use the improved. Well, even but... even goose hunting, Tom, pretty much I did some research. Uh, yeah. The, the modified with the steel. Yeah. In fact, there was a reason for that. When they first came out with steel, the older uh, full chokes could be damaged, I believe. The barrels weren't really ready for the steel. Mm-hmm. So they it compressed it, or it compressed it too much and deformed the pattern. So, so they suggested modified or even improved cylinder back in the day. Okay. Now they're pretty much the new shotguns are, they can handle the steel or lead either yeah. way. But when I did read, they suggested going with the uh, the modified. So I went yeah. modified with the BB. Yeah. Whereas in the old days, I would have just thought full choke, yeah. full choke, full choke, well, even for the pheasant yeah. modified. Well, I told them what I did. Unless you're past yeah. shooting, I suppose. Right. Uh, well, what, sky busting. I, I, I you know, eventually what I told him was, you know, if you're not sure, go down the middle. Go with the modified. Yeah, I think. <laughs> you know, go down the middle. I think modified is a good all around. Now, I put improved cylinder in for the skeet. Definitely. And, and yeah. I did pull out the modified this week because, like I said, I got a turkey permit. And I went and bought, you know, some turkey shells. And uh, so I put the full choke in. And mm-hmm. they even sell, I believe, turkey chokes, which are even constricted even more than the regular full choke. But I figure full choke, mm. plenty good, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to try and bust a turkey from 60, 70 no, yards. No, God, no. You... But some of those new loads that they have and new shotguns, you can make some amazingly long shots yeah. at turkeys now. Yeah. You got to be kind of lucky with that, though, you know, that long. Even if it's a three and a half, if you got a three right. and a half inch shell, you know, like a lot of people with a 10 gauge, which I had one years ago. I had a 10 gauge. It was a Mercury made in Spain, double barrel, 10 gauge, side by side. Holy cow. It was it was nice, but it was really heavy. You, you didn't want to walk around with it. You just wanted to sit there and wait, you know, have it right, on your lap because right. it was heavy. But the thing was is that a lot of people thought that that 10 gauge, which took a three and a half inch shell, that it would... Uh, and pretty round too. Anyway, that it could bust birds out to a hundred yards or whatever. Right, it's right. like no, 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 no. I mean, you get a little bit further distance, a little bit further, maybe out to fifty yards, maybe even sixty. But generally, let's say fifty yards. But you had a lot more shot in there and a much bigger pattern. Well, now they, you know? uh, I think, as it, I recall, back in high school, they came out with the magnum shells. There were two and three quarter, and then three yeah, inch magnums. Yeah. yeah. 
And then I, I believe that when they came out with the three and a half inch 12 gauge Magnum, that kind of took the place of a 10 gauge, really. Yeah, I think that. Sure. So most guys, if you get a good auto loader uh, in like a 12 gauge and shooting three and a half, now I got the pump and it only shoots three inch Magnum. Mm-hmm. I'm plenty happy with that. Yeah. I'll tell you, I. I used to have a Browning uh, semi-automatic shotgun. Oh, those! Ago. One and of the guys hunting with us I, had one. I wish I last got week. rid of it. Should have never sold that. No. Dad bought two from That's a lady awesome. whose husband had died in Green Bay. The old woman whose husband had died, and old Dad took advantage of the poor old widow. He bought two of those for four hundred bucks. Wow! And he sold one for four hundred and kept the other and hunted with it for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those. You know, it's just that when you're shooting at stuff like that, when you want to be ripping off rounds, you know, right. It's with the pump, you, you know, you lose a little. You got to like re-aim after you pump. You yeah, know? Whereas, and and the recoil, yeah. does hit you harder with the pump. Yeah, yeah, I know. I wish I had one of those uh, semi-automatics again. Well, maybe in the future, yeah, you we'll know, see. maybe see what oh. Santa brings you. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? But anyway, uh, John, did you wake up over there? You might want to lift the mic up. There we yeah. go. I'm awoke. Oh, good. I'm glad you're awoke. <laughs> <laughs> and we forgot to mention at Smokey's Bait and Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop on Pewaukee Lake, you do have a full arraignment of suckers, and you got more coming in for the fall season. You got all the other live bait, and you got everything from panfish to musky gear. So, correct. Yeah. Okay. I just had to mention that. Okay. God bless. Stay free. All right, folks. And then uh, I'm going to be squirrel hunting. So. I'm a happy little guy. It's the most wonderful day. Lead will be flying, and squirrels are uh, dying and frying in beer. Ooh, fried squirrels in beer. Yeah. <laughs> New gun report may be coming up. And don't forget, we got to go out by cell squirrel hunting because uh, he's going to want you to clean some for Squirrel them. shooting, not hunting. <laughs> You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors from the Bait Mate Fish at Crackton Studios, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Let's go hunting. Like